We have with us another, 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 another. And uh, we had a wonderful time last year. And I know this year, what is the higher word of wonderful? Wonderful, right? Okay. <laughs> and he is an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ, servant of the Most High God, a child of the living God. Somebody with fire on his tongue. Currently managing the Pentecost Convention Center. Apostle Nanayao Ejei. Hallelujah. May the peace of God that transcends all understanding be upon your spirit, your soul, and your bodies. Thank the resident minister and all concerned for this invitation. I want to read from the good book Acts of the Apostles chapter 26 and permit me to do some reading and um, being from the verse 1 and I'm taking the reading from the message translation version the MSG 26 1 through the end Acts 26 Agrippa spoke directly to Paul go ahead Tell us about yourself. Paul took the stand and told his story. I can't think of anyone, Kinagripa, before whom I'd rather be answering all these Jewish accusations than you. Knowing how well you are acquainted with Jewish ways and all our family quarrels. From the time of my youth, my life has been lived among my own people in Jerusalem, practically every Jew in town who watched me grow up and if they were willing to stick their necks out, they would tell you in person, knows that I have lived as a strict Pharisee, the most demanding branch of our religion. It's because I believed it and took it seriously. Committed myself my heart and soul to what God promised my ancestors. Their identical hope, mind you, that the 12 tribes have lived for life, night and day, all these centuries, is because I've held on to this tested and tried hope that I'm being called on the carpet by the Jews. They should be the ones standing trial here, not me. For the life of me, I can't see why it's a criminal offense to believe that God raises the dead. I admit that I didn't always hold to this position. For a time, I thought it was my duty to oppose this Jesus of Nazareth with all my mind, backed with the full authority of the high priest. I threw these believers 
had no idea they were God's people into Jerusalem. Jail right and left. And whenever it came to a vote, I voted their execution. I stormed through their meeting places, bullying them into cursing Jesus. A one-man terror obsessed with obliterating these people. And then I started on the towns outside Jerusalem. One day on my way to Damascus, I arrived as always with papers from the high priest authorizing my action. Right in the middle of the day, a blaze of light, a light outshining the sun, poured out the sky on me and my companions. Oh king, it was so bright. We fell flat on our faces. Then I heard a voice in Hebrew, Saul, Saul, why are you out to get me? Why do you insist on going against the grain? I said, who are you, master? The voice answered, I am Jesus, the one you are hunting down like an animal. But now, up on your feet, I have a job for you. I have him pick you to be a servant and a witness to what's happened today and to what I'm going to show you. I am sending you off to open the eyes of outsiders so that they can see the difference between dark and light and choose light. See the difference between Satan and God and choose God. I am sending you off to present my offer of sins forgiving and a place in the family inviting them in the company of those who became real living by believing in me. What could I do, King Agrippa? I couldn't just walk away from a vision like that. I became an obedient believer on the spot. I started preaching this life change, this radical turn to God. Can I do the reading there again? What could I do, O Kinagripa? I couldn't walk away from a vision like that. I became an obedient believer on the spot. I started preaching this life change. Dash. The dash is there. That's why I'm saying it. This radical turn to God and everything it meant in everyday life right there in Damascus went on to Jerusalem and the surrounding countryside and from there to the whole world. It's because of this whole world dimension that the Jews grabbed me in the temple that, that day and tried to kill me. They want to keep God for themselves. But God has stood by me just as he promised. And I'm standing here saying what I'm saying to anyone, whether king or child who will listen. And everything I'm saying completely in line with what the prophets and Moses said will happen. One, the Messiah must die. Two, raised from the dead. He will be the first rays of God's daylight shining on people far and near. People both godness and God fearing. That was too much for Festus. He interrupted with a shout. Paul, you are crazy. You have read too many books. Spend too much time staring off into space. Get
that grip on yourself. Get back in the real world. But Paul stood his ground. With all respect, Festus, your honor, I'm not crazy. I am both accurate and sane in what I'm saying. The king knows what I'm talking about. May the Lord bless us. King Agrippa continued and said, within a short time, you nearly made me a Christian. I am trusting Jehovah to bless us. I am trusting Almighty God that this program is occasion for somebody here. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, I give you praise and bless your holy name. We thank you for the utterance of your word giveth light. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let understanding be simple. Let grace unfold. Let giftings be unleashed unto us. I pray for financial breakthrough. I pray that Jehovah from today, let us make a number on the devil. We thank you in Jesus mighty name. Can I hear an amen? Amen. The power of prayer against the torments in life. The power of prayer against the torments in life. Prayer is a divine mandate. Bible says I command all men everywhere not to faint but to pray. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous availeth much. If you know how to kneel before God, you can stand before men. When a child is born, you see, because of the new atmosphere he's born into, pressure is on the lungs to breathe. So, pressure is important. And one of the cardinal principles for prayer is pressure. Somebody say pressure. You will never know the essence of pressure until if you have two Maybe Colgate or toothpaste and one is finished and you throw it somewhere and you go for the latest one. When that one too is finished and you wake up one morning, you look around and anointed common sense will direct you to the old one which you threw away. And when you go to grab it because it has laid down for some time, when you hold it this time, you apply something called pressure. And this time with total respect, you don't hold the neck but you take it from the top and apply pressure and as you go ahead to apply something will gush out shout pressure prayer releases the oil and tonight against every belief may the pressure in your spirit Release an uncommon oil upon your undertakings. I read the Bible and came to know the items in the preparation of the anointing formula. And one of the ingredients is the casia. Casia is an evergreen tree that grows 10 to 15 centimeters tall. But it is best grown in swampy areas. One thing is there called olive oil. And to get the olive oil... The trunk of the tree must be shaken harshly to fall to the ground, smashed until the liquid runs out. Pure man will release fragrant gum, but that one too grows in thorny areas. When you taste it, it's bitter. However, all this 
are put together to make your anointing sharper. So, people who carry the oil need to go through some swampy, thorny issues. But I'm trusting Jehovah that at the end, the light is at the end of the tunnel. Jesus, before he went to Gethsemane, before he would climb the tree of salvation, he passed through Gethsemane, not because of the plantation per se, but in the Gethsemane garden, the olive tree was there. And the olive tree, a signet of the olive oil. So he had to go pray to release the oil on himself. To be able to carry his assignment to the fullest. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That may an anointing be released on you. As we pray, as we master in prayer. For you to carry the oil through to your assignment. All the great past men in scripture were not exempted from some kind of pressure. Jeremiah was thrown into a system. Daniel thrown to lions. But these days I've been learning about Daniel in a different way. Daniel had a favor that could keep a whole king throughout the night without sleep. Thrown into a lion's den. But the king's sleep was so much disturbed that he woke up early in the morning and said, there is something about friends, but there is something about a friend Daniel. Daniel, your God is a deliverer. Has he been able to deliver you? You cannot give what you don't have. Bible said that Daniel had broken protocol and prayed three times. If three times prayer, the man was thrown to lions, then you and I, we need to do 39. But because of the grace on the life of Daniel, you cannot give what you don't have. Oh king, I am with lions. You are free, but live forever. The God I serve, people of God, if somebody could travel to somewhere and take some juju and when there's an accident, the person is exempted. May the power of the Holy Ghost that took Philip unto Azotus come upon your spirit in case there's an accident. May the Lord give you a comfortable reception. Pressure will make the prayer and the unction sharper. Our reading is about Apostle Paul standing trial. And the Jews picking for the trial just because of his belief. Acton says that if you are not ready to die for what you believe, you are not worth living. He had preached a radical message. Somebody said radical. That with the life I was leading, daylight, another light from heaven, for the first time put me down. On the spot, I became a believer. Oh, King Agrippa, it is rather the unbelievers who should stand trial, not me. Listen, you can't stand before great men and speak like this. Until your prayer bank balance is correct. I, I read from somewhere that price is determined by the forces of demand and supply curves. So, when you are in this kind of pressure, 
what you have stored in you will replicate out and give a shine to what you say. Oh, King Agrippa, you know what I am saying. I am not the first person here. King Herod Antipas beheaded James. Peter was thrown to jail. Stephen stoned. John beheaded. In fact, Jesus himself crucified. For believers, they shall be persecuted. But I stand here, what I believed and was brought here, I still hold on to the belief. Paul before Agrippa, this man had been sentenced to life imprisonment for two years. And when Felix, during a coronation, Agrippa was there, Benis was there, a king who had taken the sister to wife, King James. He is not standing trial, but believer and preacher Paul standing trial. And Paul had to open his defense. You see, the rate and the power of your prayer will determine the things your spirituality can buy. And people who climb the prayer tower, you may not understand the dynamics the way they do things. I am still grappling with what Jesus said to Peter. A whole Peter, Jesus called him the devil. And Judas, rather, Jesus called him friend. King Agrippa, what could I do? How could I walk from this heavenly vision? Revelation cannot be calculated. In fact, it takes revelation to explain revelation. At some times, prophetism is far above professionalism. Encounter is superior to experience. I became a believer on the spot and I started preaching radical turn to God. I had the letters of authority from the priest. I had the zeal, the experience, the master plan. I had the killing power. But when I met the master of masters, when I met the water walker, the raiser of the dead, the Messiah, when I met the soon coming king, I had a radical change. So King Agrippa, my word became radical. And I'm not the only person who is radical. Jehovah himself, 15-3, he is Jehovah, man of war. Jesus, in his preaching, I thought he was a king of peace. But Jesus said that, I have not come for peace, but for war. Five against one. Son against father, father against son. Daughter against mother, mother against daughter. One day, at a great feast, where all the protocols were observed, Jesus shouted, Ho! Whoever is thirsty, let him come and drink. And if you are overly protocol, you say, what is this? Who has broken the jinx? But when you have a radical turn of God, your message becomes radical. One day, Jesus sent people, go to the city. There is a cold tide. Don't seek permission. I am sending you with authority. When you get there, you will see a cold tide. Unloose the cold. And if peradventure, 
People come claiming ownership. Tell them, the master has need of him. And today, may your words change in the name of the Lord. Oh, you shall declare a thing and it shall be established. May the heavens underscore your words. I read the Bible and I found out a rich man followed Jesus. And said, I will follow you wherever you go. But I have a problem. My father is dead. Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead. Rich man, you want to follow? Go sell your properties. If you come in this state, you come and detect for me. Go and be empty and come back. And I'll give you my kind of wealth and riches. I am going to celebrate a Passover. Disciples, I have not built a house yet. But you go into the city. As you go, go with your eyes open, your senses sharp. There is a man there. It means that as you are going, don't look for somebody who is a poor person. Don't look for a confused man. But you will see somebody, when you see him, you know that he's an owner of a house. Oh, may the Lord open somebody's eyes. When you see an owner of a house, I will not go with you, but you will see. May the unction of discernment come upon somebody. Oh, may you never be deceived in the name of the Lord Jesus. When you see the house owner, tell him that I am celebrating my Passover day. Radical turn to God. May our words hit the heavens and bring us success. 11, 12. Matthew. Jesus' words. From the day of John the Baptist till now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent shall surely take it by force. And the force there, according to anointed common sense, will take it through prayer. First us, look at the defense of Paul. I have a soft spot for Apostle Paul. Because when it comes to physique, Bible scholars says that Apostle Paul has had a bodily challenge. Size and appearance were against him. A man of little stature. In fact, they say the man had crooked legs. Vigorous physique. With eyes close set together. Nose somewhat hooked. Four feet, seven inches. But if you measure this man in the physical, you make a mistake. When it comes to spirituality, he's the, he's the only apostle in the world who made a statement. Among all the apostles, I've worked better than all. Nobody challenged. Moses said this. Jesus said this. I, Paul, I said this. God said correct. If you write examination and you have passed, you will know. Apostle Paul went to do missions and came. My son Timothy, I fought the good fight. I finished the race. Timothy, as I speak to you, heaven owes me a crown. If heaven says I have failed, I'll call for remarking of the paper. By 
by the grace of God, I've done some prison ministry for some time. And interview with prison inmates. When you get there the first three days, regret, but it will be too late. Apostle Paul was in prison. And the hands were chained. Give me the barrel. I want to write to the free Christians who are not chained. I was expecting Apostle Paul to write that I am in prison. Why didn't you come and visit me? These days, there's so much departmentalism in the church. Apostle Paul avoided all this. 4-4, Philippians. Rejoice. I say again, rejoice. A tired man speaking to an, a free man to rejoice. When I heard it, Cabrando Zata. Oh, 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 somebody, are you rich right now? My God, my God, my God. A snake fastening himself on the hand. Apostle Paul looked at the hand and the snake. Look for the nearest fire. This on few steps, maybe shook it into the fire and kept moving on. Hey! So if you had calculated him on the height, the only man who had excursion to the heavens, people go to Boti Falls and, 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 and Castle, but Apostle Paul, God knocked at his door and said, let's go for excursion. To the third heavens, Paul, what I'm showing you is too heavy. When you go down, don't tell them they can't carry. So when he came down, with spiritual authority, I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. Timothy, I have fought the beast of Ephesus. I have finished him. Go take the spoil. Timothy, for any man to speak like this, you know that he has encountered some prayer power. Oh, for this same person standing trial, one day I read a 